So here we go once again with the, the Cardiff City phone-in. Tonight's <laughs> guests, the fabulous Wiggies, uh, Kath and Steve, are with us tonight. Welcome back. Good to see you. Evening. Nice to see you, Steve. Thanks for having us back. Sorry, yeah, it's a surprise, really, isn't it? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't bring up and get asked back, do you? <laughs> <laughs> it's like one going out. Yeah. Yeah, you've had your chance. Yeah. Uh, Simon Field, hello to you. Nice to see you. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Hello, yeah. good evening. And uh, g- good evening to Mr. and Mrs. Wiggy as well. Um, I, I, I'm going to go to I'm going to go to Simon with his um, glareless glasses on as we speak at the moment. Um, okay. This is more kind of uh, I think more forgiving than most. Five straight defeats for Cardiff City. Simon, is is it time that we we ch- once again changed our manager and Mick McCarthy went off somewhere else? Absolutely not. No, no point in doing that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you wanted to be critical, um, you I would say it's it's probably possibly the fault of the board who appointed him, because if you're going to if you're going to start talking about changing the style of football, then they had the ideal opportunity when Neil Harris came along and he started to do it. And basically, when results, I mean, he'd had some good results and then he had a, a bad run of results as well. And um, instead of sticking with him, the board panicked and yeah pressed the panic button as far as I was concerned and then they almost went back to a version of Warnock ball for me by appointing Mick McCarthy um it's not it's not exactly the same but he's in a similar mold to Neil Warnock um so I think that was a massive missed opportunity I I honestly and I'm sure Mr Mrs Wiggy will tell me uh, a different way but I can't see any benefit from changing a manager at the moment. I can't think of anything. I can't think of anyone who would bring who they could bring in that would that would make a change, especially when Mick McCarthy had a fantastic run of results himself. Um, And what he's doing um, on the positive side, I've got to say that I wasn't I wasn't in favour of him being appointed. Uh, because it did seem like a backward step to me. But what what he has done this season, or one of the things he has done this season really well, is he's brought through a number of the younger players. And so, you know, we've got Jail, uh, Joel Bagan, uh, Mark Harris, uh, Sam Bowen, um, Tom Sang. And, you know, this is fantastic, I think, to get these younger players through. And everybody says, you know, once you start to introduce new new young players, they are going to make mistakes, uh, you know, and it is going to be a bit of a roller coaster ride. And that's what we've got at the moment. So, um, for me, uh, I can't I can't see any benefit in changing the manager at the moment. Um, there's other reasons why we may be having you know a bit of a poor run at the moment. And I'm sure if we don't perform well in the next game against Swansea on Sunday, that 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 pressure will build even more. But I would say at this stage, I wouldn't even contemplate changing the manager until the transfer window comes up in January. Okay, so that's, that's why I went to you first, because I, I thought we might have a, a, a conflict of opinions here, but we'll see. Um, I think we will, because as yeah. soon as I said it, I saw Kath go, If you're looking for, you know, for someone else to take his position, my mother's not doing anything at the moment, and I don't... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, th- I think it's interesting, it's interesting, Kath, that you choose your mother over Steve, so does that mean she knows more about football than he does? She's got plenty to do in-house. <laughs> to be managing a football team. Thank you. Steve, I'm looking on Facebook, I can't see it. 
Oh, it's it's here in front of me here. I'm, okay, I'm, that's I'm, all right then. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know why it does this, but it automatically gives you auto captions, so everything you say gets um, gobbledygooked and then and then fed out across the screen. But there we are. Mm-hmm. And so, Steve, um, you know, Neil Harris. It was five straight defeats when when Mick McCarthy came in. Um, and now, now it's the worm has turned and his five straight defeats under Mick. Um, what's your what's your take on you know the, who should be managing the football club at the moment? It's a it's a real strange one, Steve. Um, what I really don't understand is well, um, I, I I take some of Simon's points in. Yeah, I think the um, the board have let the fans in the club down by. I mean, it, it, let's be honest, if, if you look at all the players that have been outed from the club, Harry Wilson, OK, Harry Wilson was um, was only on, on loan. Um, Ojo, and, and I, I'm naming these players even though they haven't necessarily performed too well for Cardiff, but they are our flair players. Josh Murphy's gone to Preston on loan. And we're, we've been left with a very defensive-minded team uh, mm. and a load of under 23 players who've been lobbed in um, and I, I said to Kat before we uh, we came in here today um, that uh, the, the style that we that brought McCarthy's success towards when he came into the club which was a very high press style as we all know see that that seems to have evaporated as well and whether that's due to the personnel that he's got available yeah. To him, I, I don't honestly know. Um, like Simon said, it's a very tricky one. Uh, I, I was half expecting, well, half expecting him maybe to get uh, to get the chop before uh, on this international break, but obviously it didn't happen. So, and like Simon says, um, who are you going to bring in? It, it's it's a real tough call. I um I I read a a great article on. Um, on Bellamy on the weekend, who's obviously, as we know, is back in Cardiff with depression, um, but he's he's learned a lot. And it, it was an interesting, I don't know if any of you saw it, in the Daily Mail? No, I didn't. No, I saw a little bit, but not much of it. I just realised I've, I've made a mistake, but I, it's okay. You carry on. You tell, tell us a story, Steve, while I'm just doing this. Um, well, um, Bellamy was um, uh, interviewed by Oliver Hall, I think it was, in, in, the, in the Daily Mail. And... Um, uh, had to come back from Anderlecht. He was looking after the under-23s, but they, I think they just promoted him to assistant manager with uh, Vincent Company. He was with Man City, of course. Uh, good pals. But he was saying that they, they were working 12, 14-hour days um, mm-hmm. looking at different systems. And uh, even though he's in a bit of a state, uh, he's not in the right place at the moment, he was saying that whatever system people want to put out in front of me, uh, I could counteract that with with what I've learned in the past, and for me, I, I know it's never going to happen. Probably when Mister Tan's in charge, because as we know, there was a bit of bit of a falling out there. But I I honestly think we need we we need a change in direction. Even though um, will bear me out here, when McCarthy took over last year, you've got to hand it to him. He he got results, and 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 I, yeah. I sort of see. Uh, I sort of saw why why the board gave um, gave him a contract. To be honest, even though when you look at other games, and I'll just quickly mention, I watched a bit of Forest Green versus Swindon on Saturday. Oh, tell you, we live life on the edge here. <laughs> <laughs> um, a, a, a League Two game 
Um, Forest Green have got a guy called, uh, I actually wrote it down. He's, a, he's uh, Rob Edwards, who was the under-16 England coach, I think, and he did very well with the Wolves under-23 squad. 38 years old, Rob Edwards, and Richard Hughes in charge. They're top of the league, um, and they were playing Swindon, who I think a, 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 a week before the season started, didn't even have a team. Now, both those teams, Steve, they both played expansive football on the on, on the floor. It, it, it was a real, even though I don't normally watch like you know lower league football. It was it, it was a nice game of football, and I um, and and when you look at you know Forest Green at top, Swindon a third, you know perhaps we have missed a trick there, and and, and perhaps we should have said thank you, uh, Mr. McCarthy, for what you did. But I really think that we we need to start looking at, at, at some young blood to to. to to push the the youngsters through more than anything. Yeah. Okay. That 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 that, that that's uh, that's interesting. Um, you know, I don't know. I think I think if it was if there was a poll, I think probably a high percentage of people would, would probably be uh, queuing up now to 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 move move McCarthy on because uh, you know I mean Simon said he, he wasn't a big fan to begin with. A lot of us weren't a big big fans to begin with. I mean, in all honesty, he, he did. He grew on me, you know, because we, we started getting some results. But what, like mold? Well, well, you know, we were climbing. Maybe we were climbing. The, you know, we climbed the table. We weren't far off the playoffs at one stage. We, we, we you know, we, we, we were right up there. And uh, I can't say I was a fan necessarily of of of, of the way you know we were playing, but I was I was a fan of the results. And at the end of the day, I suppose I suppose results count. And he has uh, Simon got quite a heritage and experience in 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 football. Um, my only thing going through my mind is obviously when he was in uh, was it Cyprus I think it was wasn't it Apple Applewell Nicosia mm, I think it was mm. before he came here um, you know that that seemed to go a bit pear shaped and sometimes in football you know that things are either going well or or, or not and maybe mm. maybe it's just I don't know maybe you just can't seem to get it going again we can't score can we really um, we seem to be well that's a problem poor goals uh, you know? I, I mean that's one of the problems and one of the big problems there is. Uh, for whatever the reason is, Kiefer Moore, he's only scored one goal this season. I think he scored 20 goals last season. Now, Mick McCarthy has talked about the fact that he caught, he caught COVID twice. Um, that could well be a very good reason. You know, I, I, I know I've known some people who've got COVID who've really been knocked back by it. And I've known some people who've got COVID who haven't been knocked back by it. So yeah. um, it, it, it's difficult to tell, but that's certainly our problem. I think we scored 12 goals this season and conceded 19. Um, so I think... I, I think for me, it's sort of a double thing, really, because the defence started off by playing really well. And if you saw the reviews, they were getting sort of eights and nines out of tens. And, uh, and someone said to me, now they're all at sixes and sevens um, on the pitch and off it. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, they're getting twes and threes uh, at the moment uh, in, 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 um, in, in the reports I've seen. So, so, yeah, we have got a problem at the moment. We're not scoring goals, partly because of... Uh, key for more uh, his form and and we are conceding them now um i know mick brought in james collins from luton to help share the burden with um with Kiefer more because he was having to use him all the time last season yeah. um you know he scored pre-season but he hasn't been able to score in the league yet you know he, i think he's he's someone that needs a goal and it might transform his season so does um, Kiefer though doesn't he pardon so does Kiefer. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, but 
anybody, can anybody just have a go? Yeah, but, you know, but Kiefer has done it, you know, with this level. He did it last season. So, you know, it's like what they used to say, um, form is temporary, class is permanent. I think Michael Owen used to say that. Um, So, you know, strikers do go through these phases and whether he's got a, um, you know, a better reason than most for having COVID, I Mm. don't know, but he is going through one of those spells um, at the moment. Uh, I, I suppose I'm more concerned... I'm a bit more concerned with our defence, you know, suddenly conceding. Mm. I mean, I was on holiday and then, you know, when we conceded, I think it was nine goals in two games. You know, that's very unlike our defence. Um, so, you know, I've heard, I've heard, you know, sub stories as to what might be behind that and whether it's finances and whether it's Sean Morrison's contract being up. And because he's one of the players that seems to have gone completely from having mm. playing pretty well at the start of the season to having some, pretty awful games and uh, in which case you know he was actually wasn't part of the squad again uh, against Reading now you know it's always said that a number of players carry knocks and Sean Morrison apparently had an elbow a back and then you know something else that he was he was niggling with Um, so again we don't really know but it's certainly the defence for me is is more of a concern than the fact that our striker is yeah. is going through a lean phase at the moment, and sadly yeah. we haven't got anybody else to replace him. But so- remember, sorry to jump in. Remember that I mean, our people are starting to panic now because we've got Swansea coming up, and you know we can't lose again. But you think back to that last game against Swansea. You think how well those players played. Morrison, his legs were practically hanging off, mm. and he he played for his life. Yeah. And so many of the others as well. I mean, that that game was... You should have heard the language from this one. It was, I mean, he was in here and I... That was surprises me. And di- that surprises and disappoints me. <laughs> there were words. I think he made them up halfway <laughs> through the game. Yeah. Um, but it, we just need a bit more of that spirit back. I, 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 I absolutely agree, Kath, that, um, you know... It, that was a fantastic performance and we need something like that. And and that's why I wonder what has happened mm. to mean we're not getting those. And I'm just wondering if, if it's, if it's stories of, you know, the, our club, like many clubs outside the Premier League are in dire financial straits mm. as a result of the lockdown. And therefore there's word gone around to say there's no money for improved contracts for anybody. And I think Sean Morrison's out of contract at the end of the season. It'd be interesting to um, you know, to the viewers to, to, if, if they could chip in with what they think it, they think has changed because, like I said earlier, that 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 high press game from the front when we win Old Joe and, and if you think back to that Bristol City game away when when uh, I think we went two 0 that day when McCarthy first came in and they were pressing and closing yeah. the ball down, but there were balls going in the box. And something that I picked up on that you said, Steve, in, in the last phone was was we, we got a great winger in Giles who's coming from Wolves. Yeah, yeah. Who, who's got a fantastic left foot. And, yeah. and I'm just putting on my centre-forward cap here. And, you know, if, if you're a centre-forward, there's nothing better than a left winger putting an out-swinging ball, which is tempted the keeper, but coming into the box for a centre-forward to run onto. Whereas yeah. we persist in playing... Giles, who's got a great left foot on the right-hand side, so he's nine times out of ten going to come in and fizz the ball in the box, which is favouring the keeper coming out anyway. It's yep. a bit of a mystery to me, that one. Well, I, well, 
Yeah. I was at the Reading game, and the the, the first half. I, I mean, I he was fantastic, Giles. He, I mean, Reading just couldn't cope with him, and mm-hmm. um, he was knocking crosses in. And um, and to be fair, we were getting on the end of a lot of them, uh, but it just, it, you know, it just wasn't going for us. And if you look at the stats of that game, I think we had twenty five shots to there too. They had one on target, and they scored it with uh, Junior Hoyler. And sometimes that's the way it goes, doesn't it? Um, but uh, I, I mean, I, I think. Giles, I'm, I think he faded a bit in the second half, but certainly first half, he was he was absolutely exceptional. As I said, Reading couldn't couldn't handle him at all. Mm. Can I just to come in here on a couple of things? Firstly, um, uh, it's no excuse, but you know I, I've been I, I've had a busy day. Um, I've had a little kip when I came home. I've been teaching all day. Oh, whatever. Did you have a yeah. nap? Pardon? Did you have a nana? Yes, yes, with a little cup of hot chocolate, just to give you a bit of detail on it. Yeah. Have you got uh, one of those slippers? Like it's just one big slipper. No, no, no I, I haven't gone that far yet. But, but anyway, so, so I woke up and I came down here to do the, do the show, and I have accidentally um, were live streaming on the Steve Johnson page as opposed to the Carlos City phone in page. So I'm sharing it all over the place. So I apologize for that. But however, talking of Steve Johnson um, and what Steve just said, um, if I ask you, Kath, um, maybe this is just me being old fashioned uh, because a lot of clubs seem to do this. But, um, I, you know, I, again, I'd say the same thing as before. You know, if Ryan Giles, he's got such a sweet left foot on him. And he, if anyone's going to put the ball on Kiefer Moore's head, it's him. And, you know, uh, someone with the right foot going down the right and getting to the byline and getting the ball back as opposed to turn, you know, the idea of doing it on your other foot, of course, you can turn in and shoot. Mm. But there's just no service coming in for Kiefer Moore at all. I mean, yeah, I know, no, no, no wonder he's lost a bit of confidence. He's not getting any service, Kath, is he? No, no, he's not. And I, you know, I, I think you're right there. From if you've got a right-footed player, you, you, they should go. You know, it's right, left, left-footed yeah. player on the left. But then have someone in the middle who can, you know, help, help him. It, it doesn't matter if, all right. Put him on the left because he can turn in and shoot. But if he can't get in there to shoot or get close enough, there's no points. No, no. Yeah, but if you look at the last game, uh, those 25 shots we had against Reading, most of them were from inside the box. They weren't, you know, they weren't long range things. We mm. actually, if you look at the stats of that game, we were actually very impressive on top and should yeah. have won. I think we had 27 actually. I think it was 27. Was it? Yeah. It was crazy, you know, two. But but yeah, I, you know, it, yeah. It, the stats sort of supported us as being, you know, as 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 generally having a high press. Um and most of our shots were inside the box. So, you know, but I do know because I was there that after Reading scored, they basically put their whole team behind the ball and mm. you know and just yeah. uh just tried to break. That's that's the thing. And and there's our dilemma there. I I think because we've lost people like Hoylet, and, and okay, McCarthy never used Hoylet, because we've lost, and I, I wasn't a Murphy fan anyway, but they were all flair players. And I think what we're left with now is, is a very defensive-minded midfield with, with some under-23 story and some good young kids, yes. But are we getting behind defences enough I don't think so, to create those chances? Yeah. And, but- and I, I always think back to the days of, when Dad used to take me down, we have Willie Anderson tearing down the left wing at Ninian Park, John Farrington and Barry Jones on the other side. But we yes. were creating chances. The balls were fizzing in the box from both sides. 
and, and, and that's where we got a lot of our Clarkie and Toshak got a lot of the goals back in the day. And, yeah, and- yeah, but but Steve, you know, I, I mean, you you'll make a point, you know, and I agree with you about you know Hoylett and Josh Murphy, and you can look back to Bennett and Samba. But what's what else have they got in common? They were all big money earners, and and I think that's that's why the club has got rid of them. That's mm. why that's why I think the club has you know has loaned out Josh Murphy because it's, you know, we are in Money. a financial pickle, but to say the least. And, and so that's why we're concentrating on, on the young players. We're, yeah. we're having to, to a certain extent. It's great. But, you know, as you say, they aren't the players with, you know, the skills necessarily of, uh, you know, a junior Hoyler and a Josh Murphy. Um, you know, it's, <laughs> I see Josh Murphy scored two goals for the reserves or something, or in the, you know, in the Carabao Cup. He's not, he's not doing it for the first team, but he's no. doing it for, you know, the reserves or in, you know, in the sort of the second team where he's playing. And and I like seeing him as well. I thought he was a flair player. But, you know, when you think of we paid £10 million for him, goodness knows what wages he's on, um, you know, harsh decisions have to be made. I take a point with the money, uh, Si, but um, for, from the board's perspective, if they see us... Spiral, which we are. We've we've spiraled down the league now. We're just above the relegation zone. Um, if it continues the way it's going, which unfortunately is the wrong way, then potentially we could be in a serious relegation battle, which will surely be even worse than saving a few quid on on players' wages if we went down. I don't know. Just put so, it up there. So, so uh, St- Steve, yeah. just sorry, just ask Steve one on that, and bring Simon in on this as well, and Calf. Um, you know, is it how much is it Mick McCarthy's fault, if you like, and how much is it that what Simon's saying? You know, they've just cut the purse strings, and you know, we're doing everything on a, on, on a budget. And there's no, therefore, there's no quality left in the in, in the squad, or not enough. I suppose it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. He can't play with players that he hasn't got. Hmm. But by the same token, you need to change your your tactics to suit the players that you have got and not, you know, play hoofball all the time. And Anyway, well, just, just to jump in there quick. Sorry if I'm, I'm doing this. Um, well, I've, I've just noticed a couple of comments from McCarthy, which I don't know, just, I mean, the, the comment right at the start of the season when he, he was happy with the squad. Well, for me, I, I looked at that squad and at all the players that were le- had left and, and were leaving, and I thought, well, no, you can't be happy with that squad, really. And then a, a quote which came out, I think, um, the week before last, or maybe just before the wedding game, was that he couldn't understand why the players were hoofing the ball in the air because they don't practice that in training. Well, I'm thinking, if we did that in our jobs then you'd have the manager on the side knocking the door down or, or bellowing from the side. What the hell? Why, why are you booting the ball in the air? But I, I, I never saw that. and I haven't seen that in any game. So if you're not practising that in training, why are you letting your side do it in a, on a match day? Uh, well, I, can, I, I would agree with that to an extent. Now, I wasn't at the West Brom game, but I, I, was, I spoke to people who were and they said that's all we were doing and it was terrible. But we certainly weren't doing that in the Reading game. And if you look at the stats, the way we're playing, um, we're not doing that generally in games either. The stats show we are getting the ball down and passing it. You know, stats can, I don't know, 
maybe say one thing and or you know may mean different show different things to different people Simon, but, there's lies damn lies <laughs> well i know i i know that i know that, football I, statistics. I know that. Yeah, but yeah. but 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 certainly 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 against reading we weren't doing that and mm. and i think everybody thought that that was a much better performance obviously not calf she's walked out on me now in, in disgrace that's what i said it's um, it, it was a lot better performance against <laughs> Reading, wasn't it? It, we, it was, yeah. We we looked a lot better. Um, I for me though, um, what McCarthy's doing with the defence. I mean, I know we got youngsters. I mean, I, I, mean, I was very impressed with McGuinness last game, and I think yes, that's right. He had a, he had a good game. I agree. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what you guys think, and Cap. But I, I reckon you know, he's come from a good club there, Arsenal. I think that's one guy that needs to be on the team sheet. To start, um, I, I certainly think we need more mobile fullbacks. I, I'd be inclined maybe to stick McGinnis more in as a centre half or one of the centre halves and and get Sang and and Perry and G and and Bagland back on uh, bombing down the wing. And I think that's what we've lost uh, a lot from last year. Um, I remember the Barnsley game when I was in here. It was snowing. I was shouting, "It's snowing!" But I, I remember Bennett steaming up when, when someone knocked the ball in, and he steamed up. It's a great oh yeah, that was, was the one. It was a Josh one. Murphy cross as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it, was, it came it was. from nowhere in the yeah. snow. <laughs> yeah, but that—that's what we've lost. I, I don't know what you guys think, but we've lost the fullbacks. We you need you always need to create chances. You need to get behind defenses, and you need mm. your midfield players to push on in front of your uh, in front of your front players. And we don't get enough of that. And I just throw in quickly as well: if Cole was in the team. Play him just behind the front two. Don't stick him out wide right, because I think that guy needs to be more of a number ten player, like Wilson should have been. And I think I, I didn't think they used Wilson in the in, in the in the best way they could have. Harry mm. Wilson is a number ten player. You don't need him wide right, and, and you'll see hopefully tonight in 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 the Wales game and when he came on on Friday. He's, those guys need to be part of like. Like a Tommy would be, they need to be a, a main fixture. You need to sort of run everything through them. And I think Colwell could be a very good player, but he needs to be more central. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and yeah, uh, you know, yeah. I, I think he's again, he's he's shown some, he's shown some great touches, uh, but he, he hasn't had a lot of um, full games, and so he's you know building up. You know, we can't expect miracles from him, but you know, I think with these youngsters. All the ones that I've seen, if we invest in them and give them more time, I think they are going to improve. Um, I think it's unfortunate that Bagan got that injury with his uh, shoulder last season because he was set for a run where after Benner got injured. And for me personally, he hasn't quite been the same player. I, you know, I think coming back from a you know a dislocated shoulder like that, I, th- I think it knocked him a bit. And he, for me, although I still I still think he's you know he's a good player, he hasn't quite taken off the way that he seemed to be doing at the end of last season. But, but I mean, you are going to get that in, in football anyway, you know, with players get, getting injured. The thing is, you see, years ago, dislocated shoulder and all that, you'd have the magic sponge on. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. you know, they'd run off a broken leg. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They've gone soft. <laughs> I remember, I remember um, oh, a Cardiff-Swansea derby years ago at Ninian Park. And I, I knew of the Swansea striker at the time. And there was a terrific clash in the middle of the pitch. And you heard this big noise. And I thought, that's a broken leg. And 
and the coach for Swansea came on and tried to get him to continue, right? I'm not joking. <laughs> and he sort, he sort of tried to stood up and hobble, and as soon as he tried to move, he fell over again. And we're thinking, <laughs> what on earth is he trying to do? It's obvious. Everybody heard that crack. It was, you know, one of those big, you know, conflicts. And, and it's just like, what's he doing? Thinking he can play on with a broken leg, you yeah, know? I so, yeah. Fun. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Peaks on there, it'd be fun. Yeah. But yes, uh, you know, obviously, fortunately, medicine has, you know, advanced a bit since then. Um, So, yeah, I I mean, I just think it's unfortunate, but it is, you know, it's it's obviously in the nature of the game that people are going to get injuries like that. But... uh, Overall, I, I, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm pleased with the youngsters, and I'm pleased that he's bringing them on, even though it may be as a result of the fact that, you know, mm. we, we haven't got the money to, you know, to, to bring yeah. in other players. It's kind of ironic in a way, way isn't it? Because you know, ever since I've been all, all the years I've been a City fan, we've always, we always love to see, you know, inverted commas, one of our own playing mm. for the club. We, we love to see the encouragement of youngsters. It didn't happen enough under Neil Warnock, actually, look, looking back on it. But I think you're, I think you're on to one there, Simon. I think it's happening now because they're the circumstances and, and they're the players that we've got. So maybe, Steve, I wonder if it's, um, you know, it's almost like it's not fair to, to the, the youngsters bringing them through at the moment in such a kind of thin squad, I suppose. It's, it's a catch-22, Steve, isn't it? I think, you know, what McCarthy's been left with, he, he's put a brave face on and said he's happy with the squad. But in reality, we probably know that he's not. Um, and he, he's been left with, uh, perhaps he's been told that we've got to let, you know, Hoylet, Murphy, uh, we can't afford Wilson. Uh, like Simon said, there's no money. So you're going to have to work with the young players. Um, I, I just quickly mentioned, and I haven't seen him play, but I've noticed lots of people talking about Chakra Zimba, the, other, the forward in the end of 23s. Mm, yeah. Maybe it's even with the way... You know, Collins hasn't been sort of uh, firing on all cylinders. Perhaps it's perhaps it might be an idea to even have have that kid on the bench, or or, or even throw it. I, I don't know. Give him a go. You 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 never know. But we're we're certainly lacking in a in a bit of flair, aren't we? We we need someone to get us off our bums, and and that's the conundrum for the board as well. Because yeah. if, if if people, I noticed the West Brom game. Okay, it was a it was a stinking night. We know that. But if you look at the crowd that was announcing the. The, number, the crowd that was actually in the stadium. I think, you know, with the COVID thing going on, a lot of people have found different things to do maybe on a on a Saturday and a Tuesday evening. And the board have got to be very careful that in an entertainment business, they need to keep people coming through the turnstiles. Well, well what's going to happen now yeah. with this thing with the COVID passport? You know, for, for the mm-hmm. next game, which is the Middlesbrough game, I think there's the Good next point. home game. Well, even the Swansea game... Um, I, I don't know what the rules are now, whether everybody has to show um, a passport or whether p- people are going to be stopped at random. And, you know, and it, it, it's not just everybody, you know, because I, um, well, I came... Have, um, Mark Drakeford was on GMB this morning. He was saying everybody will have to have... They have to do a lateral flow test um, 48 hours before, register that on the NHS website, and then they'll be sent an email with the passport on, and then they just show it. But it's like he was saying, we're trusting people not to cheat this, um, and there will be fines for people who who do or do attempt to do it. But the thing is, unless you bring in the, the thing with, well, we are still going to randomly stop people and, and test them, then there's still no guarantee there. Yeah. I was going to say that the lateral flow thing is only for people who haven't had a double 
jab, though, isn't it? You, if you've um, been double jabbed then you got your certificate, then yes. you don't need a lateral flow test. And yeah. I thought I heard that Swansea were, were going to open the ground like two hours earlier than usual mm. in order to check, 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 check people have gone in. You know, I've just come back from Portugal and everybody had to show. Oh, I know it's, it's wicked, isn't it? The weather. I mean, I had to be, I had to put up with. Temperatures are 25, 26 every day. Um, but, um, but you know, everybody of... there to get on the plane had to show their evidence. And, I, but, you know, it, it, and, and so they asked you to turn up earlier. Now, if you've got 10,000 people or more, you know, mm. at, at the ground, how long is that going to take? So uh, are they really going to check everybody go, going in or are they going to check one in five people or what? Mm. But, 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 you know, the point was, is that going to put more people off? You know, Steve was just talking about, you know, what's the incentive if the team is losing at the moment? I think that was a good performance against Reading, and I think we were unlucky, and I think hopefully that will, you know, give us a bit of a boost. But, you know, for the floating fan who thinks, oh, I've got to take a lateral flow test now. And and is it, that you know, because when I went abroad to Portugal, we had to pay for a lateral flow test. I think I paid... Have you been to Portugal, Simon? <laughs> I think I had to pay £39, uh, Kath, yeah, to go to Portugal. <laughs> But uh, and to come back as well. Um, but all, all I'm saying is, if you if you if you if you need one to go to see Cardiff City or Wales Rugby or anything, can you use the free ones at the NHS? You know, the you know to the NHS testing stations. I'm hoping yeah, you can. Yeah, it's those lateral flows that you get that you can go and pick up, or you you order them through hmm. the um, government website. It's not the ones that you have to pay for when you oh, go right. to Portugal. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's good, isn't it? Just to slightly slightly change uh, the, the route of the conversation. Of course, the Wales game, you know, is just about to kick off on on the on this Monday evening, um, and it's a, you know a, kind of a must win game really uh, for Wales. Um, looking at the lineup, uh, we've got Harry, Harry Wilson starts tonight. Kiefer Moore plays up front. Um, he doesn't seem to be able to. He doesn't seem to be getting many goals for Wales at the moment either, does he, Kiefer Moore? But maybe he just just needs hit hit one hit the back of the net. Um, you've been watching this, have you, Simon? The Wales game much? Um, I I was listening and saw a little bit of the Czech game live, and uh, it sounded very exciting. And then I saw the, I, I saw the highlights. Um, it certainly looked like a great game. And I turned on at one point where Kiefer Moore got this header, and I thought that's going in because it was in the six yard box, and it just bounced wide past the post. I, I've, I've got, I've got a slight note of caution about this game tonight because I was at the home game against us, Estonia, and um, you know, that's this is going to be a completely different game from what I see because the Czech Republic came out to win that game. They wanted to win it, so they were attacking. In Cardiff, Estonia played 10, 10 well, ten or eleven men behind the ball all the time, you know, and so that's going to negate some of the the powers of people like. Um, you know, uh, Dan James and Harry Wilson to run at teams because they won't be there. They'll already be 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 defending. Uh, so I, I think we've got to think of something different. But the one thing we didn't have against Estonia at home was Kiefer Moore. And I think in the air, he could make the difference. That's why I, I wasn't when he got booked to when he got booked against the Czech Republic, I wasn't sure whether that meant he would miss this game. But I think he could be hopefully the key to unlock them tonight because um, they're just going to, I suspect they're just going to pack their defence, even though they beat Belarus on uh, a few days ago. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that Kiefer will either, you know, will, will play an important part, either scoring or setting it up for somebody else. 
So there's an interesting comment just coming in from, uh, sorry, uh, from uh, Laura McAllister. I think you probably know know, know of Laura, Laura McAllister, and uh, she's saying that if we look at, if we look at the lineup, you know, there's only two sort of proper out and out defenders in there. So maybe mm-hmm. Kath, maybe that's the way forward for Mick McCarthy when we play Swansea. Here's um, a, a tenuous link for you. Mm. Uh, it's my birthday tomorrow. It's not, is it? <laughs> it's, your, what, it's your birthday, did you Get say? Get down the shop, Steve. Get down the shop. Get ah, right, down the okay. garage. Garage, quick. Um, no, and um, I won't tell you how old I am, but I will give you a clue when you can work it out. Um, the first one to say I'm 21 tomorrow gets a kiss. <laughs> but my age tomorrow is the squad number that Chris Gunter had when he was at Cardiff City. Oh, come on. Oh, that's God. a good one, isn't it? That's a good one. And he's on, uh, he's on the bench tonight. So that's why I've just thrown that one in. I love that. We should have run that as a competition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the same squad number when he went from Cardiff to Spurs. Yeah, you could have won the bench yeah. of cheap flowers that I'm going to buy from the corner back carriage <laughs> for your birthday. <laughs> Um, we, I suppose we should the save Steve will move on yeah um looking 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 forward to uh to to the Swansea game uh Nigel blues you know to add to the pain he's uh he's in Rhodes you know yeah I'd be there. he's in Rhodes nice. I mean I, well it's the last time we, I can afford oh, something like Steve that. you haven't been there since uh, haven't you been on holiday well, since I've been to Portugal for two years uh, so, right. We're going but, next year. Don't worry about that. I'm going next year as well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so so not just chipping chipping in from Rhodes, and he's he's talking about you know City conceding uh, like I said nine goals in two games. I I, I think mm. he's probably back back for the game. I think Al's in Spain or somewhere. So you know, blimey, you know what what, what there's what, no what, need of this. People telling us they're enjoying themselves on holiday. You've got your cozy roof. You've got nothing to complain about. <laughs> <laughs> the Swansea game on Saturday. It, 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 it's on, on Sunday, Sunday yeah. Now on Sunday is going to be an interesting one because really um, they're, they're two sides that are that are nowhere near firing, are they? You know, nope. even the Swans, you know, okay, they can you know, they can pass the ball around for all they like, but they're not exactly setting the world on fire at the moment, thankfully, and hopefully not Sunday in front of the goals. So, if I was a gambling man, I'd have a few bob on nil nil. I can tell you that because both teams don't want to lose this, and they're both you know they're they're both as you say they're struggling a bit at the moment, Steve. And yeah. so to lose would be, you know, so I think, I think if they could meet behind closed doors, obviously they can't do this and say, look, let's go for nil-nil. They'd shake hands on it. But both teams, I think. Well, we've got some interesting comments coming in. Uh, a friend of mine just said hello from Bali. So hello, 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 Colin Flynn. Hello, Na- Colin. Hello, Thanks. Colin. Thanks, Colin. Um, Nigel, Alan, Harris says, uh, Nigel Harris says you're going to find out your age, Kath. I don't think we can make it public or not. Yeah, I know. Out, yeah. He's going to ask my cousin. My cousin won't know. <laughs> How old I am? I tell him nothing. nothing. Alan says these things will be short at the petrol station when you go and get my flowers. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Reading fan, funny enough, and he said thanks for Junior Hoylet earlier as well. So there you go. Oh. Um, looking Alan. at the looking at the form here, of course, with Swansea. I mean, they got off to an, a really poor start, like us, you know, pretty well. Got rid of all of their, you know. Uh, uh, expensive players, I suppose, and and if we look at the form of the two sides, you know, Swansea over the last five games, they've actually only lost one of them. Uh, they won one and drew drew another three, and then Cardiff City is uh, L L L L. 
Which, that's a Welsh which, word, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and as a result of that, of us losing five consecutive games, even now, they're only ahead of us on, on goal difference, you know. So, like you said, Steve, two, two, two poor sides is going to be it's going to be a right old dogfight, I think. I think so. And I, I, all I hope is that uh, McCarthy picks, picks a side that's capable of, of, of creating something. Because if we go a goal down, can you honestly see us pulling that goal back? That's what happens, isn't it? We go a goal behind, it looks like it's game over, doesn't it? And, it was and, like the days under Russell Slade. That used to happen there, there under him. You know, we would go a goal down and everybody's head would go down. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that will happen against Swansea, though. You know, if you can't get up for a, any you know, for a game against Swansea, then you really have got problems. And, and the one thing I would say about Swansea, though, compared to us, I think we ought to be grateful we got the, the owners we have because what's gone on in Swansea has just been absolutely unbelievable. Uh, I, I mean, you know... The, the the people there that have just siphoned money out of the club. It's just been incredible. When you look at the fact that, was it they sold Dan James for 17 million? They sold uh, McBurney for about 14 or 15 million. And, and who do they buy? They haven't bought anybody. And it's all gone to these sort of shareholders in America. It's just like, and then they get rid of Steve Cooper, who could obviously see the writing on the wall. And they, and they appoint a manager a week before the start of the season. You know, they've done really well to do as well as they're doing when, you know, when when, when you throw all that in. But you've got to say, Steve, um, that guy up front, they've got Piro. I mean, I, I'd sooner have him in our team than James Collins. You know, I they, they seem to me, they seem to be very good at plucking out these strikers who, who, who score goals. And unfortunately, as we all know, that's been our Achilles heel the past few seasons, all the way back to Medine and... And further, you know. Well, we, no, I think you've been a bit harsh there, Steve, because I think last season, Kiefer did score tw- 20 oh, goals. Kiefer accepted, sorry, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I was thinking more along the lines of uh, Cornelius and, and all these guys that we've brought in and, oh, and right, paid, yeah. paid a lot of money. Let's be honest, the money... You could write a book about that one, though, couldn't you? I mean, that oh, is, The that money is. that's been paid out for Medina and Cornelius. Yeah. I mean, and you can sort of see why Mr. Tan is sort of... Uh, tightening the purse strings with uh, with all the money that we've wasted. Well, know? talking about money, we still don't know what's going to happen with the Emiliano Sala thing as well, you know. There, there was 15 million apparently on that, you know, and who know, I mean, I, I I hear that that's going to be decided next year by the Court of Arbitration in Sport. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that could be another financial blow. Maybe we're having to take precautions or steps to possibly deal with whatever that throws at us. I mean, talking of money, money matters. Um, like, like we said, you know, the COVID pass. Um, you know, uh, the the impact of COVID on football clubs. Uh, yeah, the, the, just Keeper Moore's just been clattered. No, he's he's okay. He's all right. They got the magic sponge on Spike. Oh well, then one minute, one, <laughs> one minute in, they've done him already, have they? That old trick. That yeah. Old trick. yeah, yeah. Hang on, I'll tell you. Oh, oh, he went right in the side of him. All oh, right, winded him. He's is, okay. he all, is he all right? It's okay, yeah. He's up, yeah. And um, Ward made a good save about yeah. uh, 30 seconds ago as well. I could do this job. I could yeah, be a yeah. I think, yeah. I think you should be the first commentator with a cat. I think that would I go should, down. I was yeah. going to say. Bond villain. Yeah, the Bond villain. That's what it looked, looked more Bond like. Villain. The cat just heard his off but, now. But yeah. I, I was going to say, to, uh, uh, Steve, um, you know, it's, it, the, the, the phrase perfect storm is, is, is used a lot more. You know, Simon's made a good point there about the Emiliano Sala thing, you know, uh, extra expense. You know, he was, a, I didn't repeatedly put it in something like a couple of million a, a month or whatever to keep the club afloat. 
Um, you know, all, all the, the high fee earning players have moved out, obviously doing things really on a shoestring now. I wonder how, you know, look at Derby County, look what happened to them. How much should we be worried maybe about, you know, um, Cardiff City uh, financially over the next season or two? Administration, you think? Well, I just, I'm just putting it out there. You know, I mean, it's difficult days, aren't they? Difficult days, yeah. And, 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 and as you said, Steve, it's, it'll be interesting to, to see what Mr Tan decides to do. I mean, obviously he hasn't got a, a bottomless bucket of cash there. To, can can we start a GoFundMe page or just give in? Mm-hmm. I've got 50p somewhere. Um, like I said earlier, the dilemma is if, if we continue to, just for argument's sake, let's put it out there, we lose the next three or four, then we're touching Christmas then. Then yeah. then what what does he, what would the board and, and the owner decide to do you know, potentially, if we're in that bottom three, you know, we're, with the the money thing as well, um, would he? Or what? What would you guys do? Would you then think, well, yes, we've got to change the manager because surely, if, if you lose the next two or three, four games, surely you've got to really think well, about changing the manager. Well, it might even be before that. I, mean, I don't know. You saw that comment from Nigel Blues there, Kath. That's quite good. What he said about the guy sitting next to him on the plane to Rhodes, who recognised him from seeing him on the Cardiff City phone, in which is which is uh, quite cool. But if we look at the, I'm looking at the table now. Um, you know, I, I don't. I, I hate to be the devil's advocate, but let's say. You know, Barnsley and maybe Hull managed to, managed to win a game and we lose against Swansea. We've lost, a, you know, we would then have lost against uh, our arch rivals. We would then have lost six in a row and we would then be in the relegation places. So, I mean, at that stage, would you, would you say, Simon, would you say that maybe changes things? Well, I did say not before Christmas and not before, you know, a January transfer window. Having said that, you talked about Vincent Tan. I mean, things I've read about him, about he's playing a reduced role in his business. And for the first time uh, they've appointed somebody outside the family to be some sort of chief. I can't remember if it was the chief executive role, but it was something like that. And I thought at the time, Carter city seems to be his sort of personal thing. Mm. If he's now, you know, introducing a more finance orientated person to run the business, is he going to look at Carter city and thinking, why are we, why are you spending a couple of million a week to keep this club going. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, you know, that, that is, that is a concern to me. Um, certainly. Um, if we do go on and lose games and, 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 you know, we are in the position that you said, you know, my concern is, could you trust the board to actually make, a decent appointment and I'm not sure you can at the moment. Mm. I don't think, I don't think their history. And, and I think they, they got off to a bad start by appointing Ole Gunnar Solskjaer <laughs> in, for, for the reason that seemed to be that they were all Manchester United fans, our board, oh. and that he was available uh, without thinking, you know, what are his credentials for managing the Is he team? any good? Wouldn't well, it be- you know, I mean, I think he's proved he's all right now because he's doing he's doing a reasonable job at Manchester United. But it's like, why would you think that that he's he's an appropriate person? I don't think if he play if he hadn't been a Manchester United legend, there's no way that he would have been appointed. So he's he's been appointed for the wrong reason, and, and I think from there, and um, I get the Slade Slade when I think and I, I think he's been much maligned and I think he did a decent job. I think he did a very good job actually with what he was dealt. 
But Paul Trollope, you know, why did he get, why was he appointed? He's a very good coach. He's not a manager. You know, reading between the lines, he didn't even want the job, particularly because he's a good coach. And um, it was a case of, oh, well, if you don't take it, Russell's going to be director of football. If we bring a new guy in, he might not keep you. So, you know, if you don't take the job, you might not have a job if we have to, if we have to look for another manager. It's just like, what? And then, and then the big thing about under Paul Trollope, the one that always annoys me, is the fact that we sold our two goalkeepers in the first month in August. We, we sell Simon Moore to Sheffield United, and then we sell David Marshall to, to Hull, and we've got no goalkeeper that's actually played a first-team game for us. And I think in that season, I think we had four or five goalkeepers by, by Christmas. Not one of them had been injured. It's because they were, all, they were either sold or they were got rid of because they, you know, they, they were just throwing youngsters in. So it's like Paul Trollope was handed, you know, a terrible, a terrible hand. And then it was only when we got the um, the Scottish goalkeeper in on loan, uh, whose name McGregor. McGregor. Yeah, that's right. It was only then the thing stabilised a bit. But you just thought, who was behind making those decisions? Paul Trollope wouldn't have made any of those decisions. It's it's like the people mm. behind the scenes. I think the dilemma we, we've got now is, 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 as you said, Steve, if, if we do lose the next couple of games, then surely they have got to look at changing the management. But let's hope that they... And, and the, the longer they leave leave McCarthy in charge, if the team is still losing, then the less time whoever's going to come in is 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 going to have to, to get the club over a real relegation scrape. Um, and if, if you're going to go down the lines of bringing in um, a, a younger manager, which I personally think we should do, and change our philosophy and, and play a more passing style, then he's going to be right in the mud straight away, isn't he? You know, in, uh, whoever comes in, uh, let's just pluck any name, Gus Poirier, Chris Wilder, whatever, whoever you bring in, or, or a or younger coach like these guys, Forest Green, they, they're going to be up against it straight away because they're going to be in a relegation scrap. I don't think I don't think there's any chance of Chris Wilder or Mike Flynn coming here because partly they've both fallen out with uh, you know arguments with the boards. Vincent Tan's not going to take anybody you know who's going to come and have an argument. You know, it's it's just not going to happen. Um, Craig Bellamy. Well, that's certainly not going to happen. I think I think you know well, Wiggy already said that. that. Somebody had to say it. Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't it be nice though somewhere down the line to have some sort of Cardiff City football experience? Somewhere on that board or somewhere in the setup, you know, someone like, uh, let, let me just throw another, uh, someone like a Jason Perry, someone like a Craig Bellamy, someone who's got Cardiff City in their blood to, to give the board who haven't got that football knowledge, that little bit of announce yeah. when you're signing players or appointed managers. They're, you know, if you look at them, they're all lacking football knowledge. Hmm. You know, they're all, they're, they're all finance business people. That's why there's no football knowledge. Eh? However, well, luckily we have someone, someone amongst us who has football knowledge. Ooh. And I would like to ask Kath to just give us a quick update on the game, please. Um, it's currently nil-nil, uh, just over nine minutes played. And, and they are kicking lumps all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I uh, Harry Wilson's had a couple of bangs, <laughs> flat out, yeah. and uh, they've had a couple of free kicks. But shh, Has know. any yellow cards yet? Because, you know, no, Ramsey no, got... Cards. Ramsey got yellow card, didn't he, within the first minute against the Czech Republic, which I thought was a bit harsh, but, you know. But you're right, they parked the bus, there's, there's 10 yeah. players behind the ball, so don't expect many goals tonight. 
No, it's going to be a different game. I think everyone who's talking about three or four goals based on the Czech Republic is, I'm sorry, you're, you're barking up the wrong tree there. Because we're not going to have the, you know, as I said, we're not going to have the chance for Dan James and Harry Wilson to run at them because they're already going to be defending already. Talking of goals, would we all, would we all take a nil-nil or a one-one now on Saturday, Sunday, on Sunday? Sorry, today. Yes. Would, would, would we just would, to steady things up a bit? I would definitely. Would I would definitely. Time? I mean, God forbid. You know, we, we have another Blackburn experience on our hands, and and if we if we take if we take another three or four, or four Steve, I think that'll be it. To be honest, yeah, I don't think the fans have put up with that. No, I I I'd, I'd take a draw now. I think I I think both sides will, Steve. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I think that's what I said. If they yeah. if they could meet behind closed doors and shake on nil nil or one one, they would do it. Yeah, I, I'm sure they would. Both teams don't want to we've lose got, this. Months coming up, we? Middlesbrough coming up. We have, really yeah, tough, really that tough. is a good point. We've got a lot of tough fixtures in in November. We got Fulham here, so yeah, it is. Uh, you know, if you bring someone in now, they're going to be completely disheartened. You know, because they're you know we've got five tough games to come. So there was, yeah, there was just a really good save from the Estonian keeper off uh, Connor Roberts. He's that Arsenal guy, isn't he? The uh, the one that saved them down here. I think he's on Arsenal's books, the Estonia keeper. Honestly, he looks about 14. Yeah. You know, the just annoying thing is with the championship this year, apart from a little clutch of teams who were at the top, and we, we all knew who they were going to be, Fulham, yeah. West Brom, Bournemouth. It's this yeah! Oh, we have a goal <laughs> flash. Keep them what did I say? What did I say? I said you should listen to me. I did say he's either going to score or set one up tonight. They won't yeah. be able to handle him. But a nice cross. A nice cross in the It box. was a bit of a gold mouth scramble, to be fair. Who, who put the cross Even in? Even I just thought that. Hang on. Who put the cross in? It was from a corner. Dan James' corner. Yeah. Uh, rolled on header. Um, someone scuffed it. I think... Uh, Someone scuffed it, and the goalie—it was a it, it, it went in off his knobbly knee, Steve. Wow. <laughs> there we go. Ooh, just great. Off keepers or the keeper? Keepers, <laughs> keepers. Yeah. Oh, I'll do. That's great. I'm glad. I'm glad Kiefer Moore scored. You know, even he, then he, he almost missed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two yards yeah. out. Well, that'll do. That'll 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 put us. That's all James Collins needs, Steve. Yeah. He yeah. just needs something off his knees to to get him up and running. Yeah. But See, Kiefer Moore only had one. Dream at this moment. It's like mm. all those pundits on Sky Sports when the camera goes to them at the ground just and, like... and a goal happens <laughs> when Jeff Stelling's talking. Yeah. That yeah. was my Jeff Stelling moment there. Yeah, when you do the compilation, Steve, of this series, you've got to yeah. get that one. You've got to yeah. get Kath. <laughs> celebrated. That was Kath's <laughs> D- Disney moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't such passion in this house since 1982. <laughs> it's, a, it's a birthday tomorrow, you never know. Do tell us more. Oh, yes, it's like birthday tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah we can't go out anywhere, though. Why not? Because our, our youngest has um, got the dreaded uh, name. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, well. oh, right. Oh, dear. It's, it's all right. We love that. Uh, I, I'm, I'm allowed to go out. But, uh, well, there we are. That's all that matters. I've just got my own. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, go, going back to what Simon said earlier, though, about about the Reading game and you know was the change of formation. We, you know, obviously people decried the use of uh, allegedly five centre backs in you know in, in the preceding game and Kieran Brown operating the left left back and uh, of course McGuinness on, on the right. But but now we, we quite like McGuinness on the right because he's a good footballer. 
So um, formation-wise, I think I think Swansea play. I think they play four three two one. I think that's kind of how we played last time. So, do you, do you think Simon, we just match them up formation for formation? Is that what you'd, you'd expect? Um, I, I, I. It's it's a tricky one because you know I I read this thing when I was uh, somewhere, but I'm not going to repeat because it'll set the calf. And I, told, I, I thought we were playing five <laughs> centre backs, and I thought, you know, I know we needed a clean sheet, but to play five centre backs is where. Yeah. Um, I just, I just wonder if this, you know, I, one of my things is going to be: is he going to bring um, Morrison back for the Swansea game because he was injured for the, the, the last game? McGuinness, mm. I think, you know, as most of us have said is promising and we'd like to see him develop more so who's going to make way for him you know he's one of the future well flint's obviously also (laughs) over 30 so it's a case Mm. of how long how much longer are they they going to go on for is morrison going to still be injured on sunday and therefore Mm. it might have a chance for mcginnis um i think the back the back four suited us a lot more than, than playing five at the back and i I, I hope he stays with that in whatever personality he puts in there. But I think we looked a lot better and a lot steadier with 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 the four at the back as opposed to playing. Yeah, five. but yeah, but the thing is with that, Steve, is you know you were saying before you wanted fullbacks to bomb forward, and then we can have wing backs. You know, we got yeah. Pagan and Ng or Sang. But if we're playing four at the back. Um, we can't do that. I suppose that the you know the the thing because I, I I spoke earlier about. My bigger concern was the defence rather than Kiefer Moore going through a bit of a barren spell. It w- and it was how teams just seemed to be able to do us on by the counter-attacks. What suddenly changed for us being so easy to cut open from the counter-attack, which we didn't seem to be the case in the start of the season. So that's my biggest concern is the fact that, you know, if we... If we press forward, we're still open to the counterattack, and I'm not. I'm not sure we've actually resolved that one. Okay, well, we're getting towards the end here, and Cass' birthday is tomorrow, so Steve's just trying to catch the garage before before they close. So uh, we're just. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, you might you get the flowers half price this time, I know, Steve. So just, but just to say, um, Steve speaking from experience there, I know this, yeah. <laughs> but why do you think I'm in the garden shed? <laughs> so, score, score predictions for the weekend. Um, I'll come to you first, Kath. What's the score? <laughs> we can see Simon's, I think, yeah. <laughs> May well be true. Simon's going nil nil, yeah. Go okay. on, I'll go, I'll go a cheeky one nil to the city. Come on. I can't see many goals, Steve. I, I'm, I'm going to go a, a nil-nil, one-one, if that. Kath, on behalf of, of everyone, uh, have a, a lovely birthday tomorrow, and I'm sure yeah. Steve will uh, uh, astound you with a very expensive, impressive present. No <laughs> doubt about it. 